I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The Soul Path of Awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, Radiant Soul Lights. How's everyone doing? Well, uh, if you're new uh, to the podcast, I'm Michelle, and I normally don't sound like this, but I have been sick for the last two weeks, a little over two weeks, so it's been two weeks yesterday, getting over it, but I'm nasally, 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 so um, kind of an interesting thing. Isn't it interesting when you have a, a voice that you know, you recognize, that represents you? And then you get sick, you get a cold, head cold, whatever, and your voice changes. Some of my friends are liking this voice. They're like, Michelle, it's a deeper voice. It's kind of raspy, like you smoke a lot of cigarettes or something. <laughs> anyway, hello, hello, everyone. Welcome in the chat. If you're new, great to have you. Those of you that are tried and true, been traveling on the soul path with all of us for a while, um, Always great to have you here. Uh, Call-in number is 347-539-5122, 347-39-5122, and press 1 on your keypad to get on air. Uh, yeah, if you have a question, a comment, you want a reading, that number is 347-539-5122, and press 1 on the keypad. Um, also, want to give a shout-out to... Uh, all those of you in the YouTube community uh, with me, uh, thank you so much for your healing, love, light, prayers, well wishes, comments, um, suggestions, and just all the love. And some of you on Instagram connected with me there as well. Um, I didn't let anybody know. You know, last week I was sick on the show and um, – one of my workshops, and it was getting better and better, and then it took a turn for the worse for a few days, and then a turn for the better. So <laughs> we shall see how all unfolds, right? Uh, love to connect with all of you. Website, soulplayground.life. You can connect with me on May, uh, Patreon um, if you want to do a deeper dive into metaphysics and spiritualism. Uh, of course, YouTube, love to have subscribers, get those notifications, let's all stay connected. Of course, my Insta, Facebook, where else? MentorCam. I've had some new people connect with me on MentorCam. If you have a quick question, I can answer that pretty darn quickly. Um, my regular readings and sessions are usually three weeks, four weeks, sometimes two months out. But with MentorCam, if you have just a quick question, I can dive in um, in between sessions and videos and other things that I'm doing. 
because it's pretty quick to do that. And I do love seeing, I do love doing the video chat, I've got to be honest. Yeah, and you can get a session by video also through there. So anyway, that's how to stay in touch with me. Let's see. And let's see if our guest, um, got an interesting guest coming on. So if you have questions for our guest, stay on the line, stay in the queue. So, did a deeper dive um, on one of on my pick a card reading. I was late. I didn't get it in on Monday because I really, really was not. I had no energy, or very little. Can't say that. There were some days I felt like I had no energy, uh, but I had very little energy. And then, um, really continued to rest up. Did a deeper dive meditation and. What came through was to connect with other people's guides. So through my psychic ability, higher self, um, some of you do know that I work with the spiritual hierarchy and the oversoul, but to dive in and connect with other people's guides. And that was kind of a treat. So that, um, that pick a card reading is available for you. Um, it did seem that a lot of people, a lot of people getting sick for one thing, what I was getting psychically, a lot of people going through um, deeper dives, but also emotional shifting um, or feeling things are stuck or not wanting to deal with things, kind of putting things on the side burner to back burner. I think people are needing a little bit of a break. Um, also want to give a shout out to Jacqueline, who um, I feel has heard this from some of my workshops and also some of the videos I've done on Patreon where I have gotten very specific since 2017 into, well, actually since the mid-90s, and then I was doing small groups, channeling groups um, throughout the 90s and, you know, early to mid-2000s. Um, but some of the things that I've been predicting have come through, which – Apparently, these cities, which I'm going to share more of, live, work cities that will be in the larger cities enclosed. And I haven't, because I wasn't feeling well, I haven't looked yet all at the, what she sent me, but I just saw the headline, I guess it was on Twitter, uh, that these are becoming a reality and there are, I guess, plans, uh, building plans, architectural plans for this. So there's a lot going on. Um, I do talk more freely. I do believe, maybe I talked about it on the podcast. I do talk more freely on the podcast about things because I'm able to cheat the algorithm of being blocked or banned more because we have guests on the show, we have different titles, and um, that apparently blocks the algorithm rather than talking about this kind of stuff on YouTube. I talk a briefly I've, I was interviewed by Stephen Weigand, a couple, there's a few videos on that, but the deeper dive step of what's really going on, the agenda, agendas, what's the plan, both from a spiritual um, evolutionary standpoint of consciousness, because that is what is, that is the end. If there is an end goal, there's an end goal that has other goals. And then the lower level lower level of consciousness, how that expresses, how that out is outpictured. So some people do like to keep, you know, aware of this kind of stuff because it helps them plan. 
whether it was supplies or finances or just a heads up. I mean, because I knew everything that was coming up with the pandemic, I didn't know exactly when it would be. I had a succession of visions for four days and input from my guides exactly what was going on, the lockdown, the vaccine passport, on and on and on. Pandemic, they kept calling the pandemic. They told me that it was released by humans from a lab, which has later come to be known, um, and that it was airborne, um, that it wasn't so much past people to people. It's actually sprayed and airborne, um, although it is also passed, obviously, by people, but that's not actually the main. So I was a little shocked when this all started happening, but I was prepared. And then what was very interesting is I started seeing things that I was shown that I was doing in the vision. I started seeing myself doing that and then recalling in the vision. Now, I share this with you because, yes, there are certain people that we have this gift. I had it with 9-11. I was to be flying during that time, and I canceled my flight. Um, And I could go on and on. Some of you have heard me on the podcast talk about different kinds of situations that I've channeled, um, circumstances, with economy, money, Berlin Wall coming down, uh, trading, stock market, just various things. But why I'm sharing this with you, because I have been seeing and getting that message more and more from the oversoul that this whole idea of precognition, and that may be also why many of you are feeling like you can't get your grounding or your footing or you can't make something happen. It's like you're in this boat and the rudder, you're moving it around, but it's, it's moving on its own, or the flow of the waves are moving it. And this is because we are starting to come into a period, and it is going to be much, much, much more evident and much more predominant, I would say, to the close of this year and into next year and beyond, where the ego personality, the ego part of us, is going to be less and less able to influence things or make things happen. We're really being, it's like the energy that's animating the ego is being more and more subsumed or the soul is subsuming the ego more and more so that eventually that the personality will be completely on a soul level for many, many people. Not everyone. Not everyone comes from a soul or has a soul. Not everybody's connected to their soul. But those of you that are awakening more and more and living more awake and aware I know, I get it. I feel for you because a lot of I get the feedback. Oh, my God, I I can't, I don't know. I'm trying and this isn't working or I can't make this happen or I'm so confused. But you need to reframe it because the way you're looking at things, you're not confused. Your ego is confused. Your beta consciousness, your, your lower self is confused. Your higher self is guiding more and more. So it is kind of like, having floaties on and floating in the water and then it's gone and you have to just trust and float with the flow. Remember that your individual flow is an aspect of the cosmic flow. Why is this happening? Moving from the human design to the soul design, becoming much more telepathic, precognitive, living more from the subtle energy of who we are, accessing much more of those data points, those units of consciousness, higher consciousness, 
creating new neural pathways to connect in and use the higher vibrational frequency of us, which is also accessing parts of the brain that we either sometimes access or, or don't access at all. So becoming much, much more intuitive, psychic, uh, much more led by vibration, vibrational frequency and resonance. I've been hearing from many people even with foods. There are certain foods that they just smell it or look at it and they get like a big no, even if it's something that they loved before because their resonance is changing so much. So there's a lot of vibratory changes that are happening right now that our ego is not, is not programmed for this. It's like, it's like having an older, a very, very, very old computer that has older software that it just can't compute. It can't handle the new input. It doesn't have the data. And the data is also being co-created as we go. There is a destiny unfolding it. There's a soul design, a soul plan, you know, a soul purpose. But the way that all that manifests on the earth plane is now changing. So that does change the data points, the points in consciousness, the reflecting consciousness that we are, how we beam, how we organize data, and how the organizational data is within us and experienced through us, meaning all that self-referential, all that we're referencing in, the, in our life and in the world is changing, pushing us more to the spiritual, pushing us more inward, to not just look at external situations and the external outpicturing of consciousness to focus more on the energetics of consciousness. So it is a very, very um, pivotal time, crucial time, very interesting time. And I know it feels like there's not a lot of control, but there is a lot of control through the higher aspect of your being, the higher self, the higher vibrational aspect the higher frequency, which just means you're getting out of the extremes of the polarity plane, out of the binary. This is why you hear so much about binary. But we are on the earth plane, so it has to play out through sex, sexuality, drama. You know, there's just all these um, lower octaves that are playing out. You have to look at the symbolism of what's playing out to see what's going on to see what's actually going on. I, um, something I saw the other day. Oh, the soul of the nation. I guess it's on ABC news. Something it's a show or series of different things. And cause I always look at like, okay, where, where are the signs that spirit is coming through? and creating change. So I look for words of awakening, awakening. You know, there's the the Kia soul, there's the soul of the nation, the soul of business. Um, You know, what you have to know the soul of your business or, you know, there's all this kinds of soul entrepreneur, you know, um, spiritual awakening, financial awakening. There's a health crisis. There's awakening happening in the world. They're awakening to this. There's a, homeschool awakening, this is all the higher divine consciousness peeking through. The thing is we have many, many layers and levels of expression and experience on the earth plane separated out by vibrational frequency, resonance, and coherence, right? The energetics of 
of a situation or expression. Just like in astrology, you have the lower harmonics or lower octave of a sign, the, the middle, which is the transitional, and then the higher octave. The, whole, the lower octave of Capricorn ruled by the devil card in the tarot is very pessimistic, is worrisome, is controlling, is focused only on status. Capricorn is the sign of the initiate. That's what the devil has to do. The devil has to do with manifest in form, learning how to manifest from a causal point or source energy. Not pessimism, not worry, not being stingy, not only focus on status, but seeing the oneness that all manifestation comes from source energy and being able to harness that to manifest and create, to build structure and form. It's ruled by Saturn. So the higher octave of Capricorn, and I, I talk about this on my tarot talk. It's in the, um, I think it's Metaphysics and Tarot Talk playlist. Um, the video is called Don't Fear the Devil. So many people, this is why I want to take more time to, to do more videos on this and share it with others. I open the door for others that are trained or know advanced metaphysics, other star seeds that we've come in with this information. The devil card is so powerful. All of these major arcana, all the tarot, what it represents, um, the tree of life, the Kabbalah, those, those spheres of manifestation, the spheres of the universe, numerology, astrology, these are all ways showing what is actually going on and how to align, harness, connect in, use this energy, consciously be a part of this energy. Let this energy of source flow through us more. But we get stuck on the lower octave, the lower, lower, lower kind of drama-filled octave. And it's time now to shift the focus into the higher, more expanded aspect of the outpicturing or manifestation of consciousness. All right, so like, let us get to callers, 347-539-5122. Let's get to our first caller. Hello. Hi, you're on air. Oops, hello. Okay, let's get to another one. You've been waiting a long time. Okay. Hi, you're on air. I hear you. Hello. Okay, a lot of people stepped away. This is my download. Let's see. Okay, you're on air. Hello. Here we go, another one. Hi, Hi. on air. Did you have a question? Hi. Hi. So my question has to do with um, sort of agreements, soul agreements. Um, And, yeah, and uh, coming forward into um, perhaps uh, something unexpected um, in a relationship where one partner gets, um, seriously ill and the other one is the caretaker and 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 in that kind of you know un, unraveling and experience you know what the souls um, hope to perhaps um, um, experience um, through that uh, challenge 
Can you hear me? Yes. Yes, I can now. Oh, yeah. What is um. What what is your actual question though, about the soul contract? Whether it's because we're clearing and so is a lot of soul contracts right now. Yeah. So I'm just trying to understand if in that experience of, you know, one being a person being a caregiver and the other having the serious illness, if there's, you know, an agreement that there will be a certain growth or, you know, why, what is, what kind of a soul contract would that be? Mm, okay, I see. Okay. Great question. What's your first name? I'm Marilyn. Marilyn, thank you. Okay. So that's a really great question, and it's, it's you know, so much of the spirit, just like we're all individual, so there's general principles, and then there's individual uh, ones as well. A lot of times there's learning, that you, the, the caregiver learns a lot. I learned this um, late 80s into 90s when I was working with a lot of cancer patients and AIDS patients doing energy work, energy healing, bioenergy alignment. Um, some people did go into remission or got better or went away. Some people did not. Um, it was a very beautiful time for me, but very trying time to work with people that were found out that they would be terminal. And this came up a lot. And a lot of times... The pe- now, this isn't for people that, this is why I say there, there's, you know, it, there's individual reasons. This isn't for people that are constantly doing things, whether eating or uh, doing behaviors or lifestyles that keeps getting them sick, that keeps causing those kinds of things, those repetitive patterns. Um, however, Many times, those that take on a certain type of illness, especially if it's a generational illness, um, are very high vibrational beings. Illness on the spirit plane is a form of creativity. It is, it is something that is created. And we know this even from research. Um, I know this is a therapist and a hypnotherapist on medical research. Not everyone, again, I have to qualify this. But many times they say growth you know, whether cysts or benign tumors or tumors or cancers. Sometimes it can be anger. Sometimes it can be people not creating enough with their life, okay? Not always, not always, but that can be a a reason being. So that can be a learning for those that are around as well as the person that's going through the illness or condition or situation. The learn it can be different learning um, a lot of times it is learning about unconditional love for both parties. I had an amazing client years ago, Angela, love, 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 loved her dearly, 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 who um, got lung cancer and, and crossed pretty quickly. I mean, she was very powerful. In fact, she kept her sessions. We were working a lot on self-love and opening, and she had gone through some very horrendous things in childhood. And towards the last of her days, she said, I understand now. And she said, I don't want to, to live with this. I don't want to go further. It's too painful. I don't want to go through treatment. She said, but I got the lesson. I feel so much love from people around me. I feel your love. I, the love I can never feel. I feel so much love. And I feel so at peace. She was so powerful 
one one day, the day that before she was crossing over, she came to me in a dream, and then I had my po- then the next day I had my podcast, I had clients, I don't know four, five, six clients. She kept coming in, and I thought, oh God, I got to see her. She wanted to see me. I had no idea where she lived. Somehow I found an address to a condo complex. I went there, found, I didn't find her, found her neighbor. They told me about her, but they said that she wasn't there. I found her car, which she had bought a Kia Soul because she was on the Soul path. And so she had a little Kia Soul. I couldn't find her, couldn't find her, kept knocking on the different doors, talking, no one was home, found one person that knew her but didn't know exactly where she lived. Just as I was leaving, the, I guess, manager of the complex came, was coming home. I went up to him. He was suspect of me, but then I told him who I was, told him about Angela, and he said, okay, she's in the hospital. I think she's dying. They took her last night. I'm like, where, where, where? So he told me where. I kept pestering him, you know. Oh, that's right, because I talked to him, then I got his number, then I kept calling him. He finally gave me that. So I was able to be with her right before she crossed. So that was her situation. So that's that sole contract that she came in to have that experience. Sometimes people can't have that experience until they go through something very extreme, whether illness and or death or some kind of tragedy. Let me tell you, she also touched so many people's hearts. She was so artistic, so creative, a bit of a trailblazer, um, Sagittarius kind of did her own thing and was in so many of my groups, my workshops, everyone that came in contact with her remembers her still to the stake so fondly and will say, Angela said this, or I mean, Angela said I should go for this. Angela said I should do this. So that soul contract, that was with her, and she was a blessing to all that she came in contact with. Marilyn, does that make does that give you any insight? Yeah, it does. I I understand that there are usually, you know, higher purposes to, you know, these experiences for everyone involved. And um and so I'm open to allowing that, you know, soul journey or path to guide me to more love, absolutely. Mm. Um now, are you going through something? Um, well, yes. My husband has a neurocognitive disability that, you know, wow. is not curable. So I am his caregiver. And um, it's challenging. It's challenging for both oh, yeah. of us. And and so... Um, and I know you've heard this and you're doing it to take care of you, but caregiving is one of the most... I've done it myself. It is so, so heart stretching, heart opening, but also pulls you to your limit, the human limit. And sometimes I will tell you, sometimes things are the biology of the body. So some people have a stronger biological karma or family karma with the body. Because remember, our body isn't, it's not just totally us, you know, it's, it's a bit of a, we come in with a bit of a hybrid. So sometimes it's that, and that sometimes can be very challenging because you could have somebody so aware, so conscious, and maybe does everything, quote, unquote, right, eats everything right, but the body has a certain 
proclivity, a certain mm. path mm. that mm-hmm. it is on. Sometimes that can mm-hmm. be changed. You know, I, I grew up with a lot of trauma growing up. And, and I didn't, I, not, I, I knew I grew up with tra- trauma, but one time I was at this healing fair, it was in San Diego, I had a booth there for my metaphysics, my hypnotherapy at the time, with, with the CDs and the book. And there was an amazing iridologist, Dr. Steve, I don't remember the last name, very well-known, very w- world-renowned. And he was giving little mini iridology readings. Iridology, if any of you, it's just fascinating. He looked at me, and he was just, his kind of color drained out of him, and he kind of was opened his eyes bigger, and he, his mouth was agape. And I was like, I was thinking, uh-oh, what's this mean? He goes, what have you done? What have you done? I'm like, what do you mean, what have I done? How did you do? He goes, you are so healthy. You are so, and, you know, and these were mini readings that was in front of people, so I know he didn't want to go too deep. But basically the left eye is your past and what you came in with and then your environment of Mm. growing up. And mine showed trauma. He said, you should be so sickly. You should have this. He goes, he looked at me. And at the time I was like, well, I was vegan. You know, I, I, at a young age, I started doing yoga, meditation, be, you know. I said, well, I eat this, I do this. And he goes, whatever you're doing, you have changed the trajectory of, of what was meant to happen to you through your body based on your uh, trauma and what's gone on. Hmm. And he goes, this is, he, he goes, this is just nothing short of a miracle. He, he said he'd never seen it. He was, like, shocked. He said it was such a hmm. – but that taught me something. Again, sometimes, again, there is a fork in the road. There is a trajectory that can happen. Sometimes not. I've had other things that I've not been able to turn around or people that I've worked with. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Some people heal. One of my metaphysical teachers told me years ago, healing isn't always physical. And especially when you're working with chronic illness or terminal. I mean, we're all terminal, but terminal that you know the date. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. the healing is coming to peace with what's going on and feeling the love and mm-hmm. and understanding the complexity, the vagaries of the earth's existence, that on some level it has nothing to do with, our, it does and it doesn't with our consciousness because the soul picks sometimes certain experiences because in the realm of spirit and soul there there's only experience and expression. So we may go through things on an ego level that we hate. On the human, it's like, why am I going through this? It's horrible. But the soul is actually enjoying the experience. And I know that's a hard mm. one for a lot of people, especially newbie. But mm-hmm. everything that we experience on this planet has a first has a vibratory, energetic correspondence. And then we, it gets played out until it's not needed or necessary anymore. So it's like God is getting to know itself. The all that is has a question and then an answer. What is it like to do this? What is it like to do that? Mm-hmm. That's why we have mm-hmm. almost every experience under the sun. You know, what is it like to be a guy and a girl in a body? What is it like to have this? You know, we're seeing it play out now. What is it like to – so and it, all of this keeps getting played out and so we have to at some point look at that to kind of go, well, this is how the earth 
plane is. It's the only place that I know of planetarily where we have individuated consciousness, where we have these polar opposites, that we're not just a, mm-hmm. a group collective. Mm-hmm. So, Marilyn, I hug you for what you're having to do and go through. I know it's probably not only challenging, but just difficult and horrible, horrible, just testing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of you to the limit. And find that one little thread of meaning mm-hmm. individually and together. Okay. That one little, it's probably going to be something so small maybe even stupid, you know what I mean? It's going to be something <laughs> that you both connect with. Yeah, that's just so like, oh, my God, the joy, or I felt that, or that squeeze in the hand, I know what that means, or I that picture, that image, that dream I had, and I just get it, I feel it. Hold on to yeah. that because that's the everlasting spirit that goes on. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Marilyn. Perfect. Big hug. Yeah, because thank you. Bye bye. Bye. Oh, such a difficult thing to go through. Go through. Ah, and that's the thing about the bot. That's kind of why I didn't want to come back. You know, when I was a kid, before I knew about star seed, all this stuff, I had messages that I was a star seed. That I, I was shown where I was planetarily lived. This was between like eight and 11, I had a lot of visions. And I remember going, I don't know if I want to be here. I even had a near-death experience at four and another one in my late 20s. What got me was the toys. <laughs> my Taurus moon. <laughs> Neighbors, family, friends. I had so many toys. And I thought, ooh, this may not be so bad. You know, I had, oh, my God. I, my whole... It looked like those of you that know Toys R Us, you know, kitty toy store in my in my hospital room. I had been isolated and packed in ice uh, to bring the fever down, and then, you know, um, and I had a lot of my guides were there, and I was letting go, and I, and I just was hearing not yet, and then I was, of course, those toys, the goodies, you know. Um, but it's hard here. It is not. I mean, it's beautiful. Yes, there's, we all know that. There's great things. But, oh, my God. I mean, it's on a human level. It's like that's why people like to check out, whether drugs, alcohol, over shopping, overdoing, over meditating, watching Netflix. You know, but you got to do not the drugs and alcohol, not that. But you do have to check out a little bit. You have to go in nature. You have to let your mind go. You have to meditate. You have to swim mindlessly in the ocean or in the pool, go in the jacuzzi, get a massage. We have to do things to give ourselves a break because it really, the earth plane is so taxing on our nervous system. All right, let's get to the next caller, I hope. Well, I'm probably How you on, air? Oh, not on, the, on the two days I can come pick it up today or uh, next Tuesday. You can come pick it up today. Okay, I'm going to come well, back to you. I hear you, 770. Okay, let's go back. What people do, they walk away or they start talking to someone else. Um, hi, you're on air. You're on air. Hello, 303. Hello. Hi, you got Marilyn again. You've got me again. Oh, Marilyn. Okay. Well, I just can't. I feel such a connection to you, sending you some healing <laughs> energy. Oh, gosh. 
definitely. Thank All right, Marilyn. Thank you. Okay, let's see. Hello. Again. Hi, you're on air. Hi. Hey, it's Jessica from Pennsylvania. Hey. Jessica. Where are you calling from? Um, what did you say? Pennsylvania. Oh, hello. Hello, hello. Hi. What's your question? Oh. I'm wondering what you're picking up as far as um, do you see me getting um, stable housing first? Or after, with the job having st- stabilized first, <laughs> going through lots of changes. Um, yeah, we'll leave it like that. Let's we'll see what you get. Yeah, well, you. I don't know if you heard the beginning of my, you know, my download, my talk. It, you time. know, there's just so much. Yes, there's just so much right now that people we can't actually do. You're and you're in that boat. You know. It's, uh, I feel a lot of people, a lot of people are right now. Let's see, produce stable housing or? Like on my new home. My new home. I've been in temporary living space. <clears throat> but I don't see a new home yet. Have you gotten one? No. No, I'm living in a motel room. I have been. That's what I um, thought. Okay, yeah. Let's see, Jessica, it seems, boy, you're being, okay, a lot of challenges with you. Deep dive into this spirit. Was this a, was there a breakup or something involved in this? Um, no, my lease was up on May 1st, but um, I was able to, yeah, so, and they, they weren't, they didn't want to renew it or, you know, I'm keeping going a couple more months. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, things are going to get better, and I do see a relationship around you. I do see somebody helping you. I don't know if it's an attorney, a representative. There's somebody. You're definitely going to be getting a place because I see signing of documents, which I feel is a lease. But I feel like you, job-wise, you might be having somebody help you get work is what I'm hearing. It's like you're signing up for something. So either getting notices, I, I, I don't know if it's like, a, what is that, Upwork, I, I don't know, something. There's something that you're doing that you're like, okay, it's temporary. Because the job I feel is coming, but I don't feel it's the end-all, be-all job yet. Yeah, I mean, basically with, well, sir, first off, with the housing, there's a realtor that's been helping me. He had just told oh, me that that's there's something. Oh, that's who it is. That's what I'm seeing. There, okay, that's there, who it is. Okay. available that he might, he should be getting the keys today. So I'm hoping that this is the place for Oh, that's for probably me. who it is then. Okay. Because I'm like, he's like an attorney, kind of official. You're signing documents. So that person, whoever that guy is, and I'm seeing a man, is going to be helpful. So there is something coming through from him. Um. Because then I, because I was like, so I have been receiving this like government COVID assistance with the housing, and I was Mm -hmm. having some trouble with people wanting to accept that for my new place. Um, So I said, you know what, let me get a job, because I was doing my own business. So I'm thinking, let me just get a job that I can just work and have some steady pay come in and just enjoy that well, you're going rather to. than okay and no, when do you to. see that and happening you have to. because 
Yeah, it's all really to. close. It, it's all really, it's all really close. All I can tell you is I see that because for a quick read, that guy helping you, like legally signing of the documents, the realtor, agent, lawyer, whatever. And I see he may even know something, or I don't know. You might hear, you know, I don't know. Sometimes I see things on YouTube or online, and I go for it or ask somebody. But because I definitely see you getting temporary work, it's something you have to sign up for. I definitely see you moving. I can see boxes unpacked and and give your do the temporary. Give yourself time because I feel like three four months you're going to feel a lot better and you're going to be very on rebuilding your life back up and what you want to do. So you're in a weird kind of transition phase that just take the level, take the next steps that happen, and then you'll it's it's almost like. You wake up one morning and you're like, that's it. This is what I'm going to do, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that. But you're not there yet. You will be. So just right now, if you get into the place, this guy's going to help you. You sign up for the work. You do a bit here, a bit there. You get that going. And then there is some kind of aha idea that gets you into forward motion. Because I feel by this time next year, you're in a much better place, a much more solid position, um yeah so you're almost there jessica so just hang on okay hang on yeah because i keep seeing like i know i'm going to be teaching these trainings and i've asked and mm-hmm. spirit knows so there's no reason for me to keep asking them because that's ridiculous but um i am going over with like career stuff i'm going over like old sort of careers i did and trying to not be emotional about it and just taking the money and like it's a lot of like transcending old um yes. i guess but that's the pattern right now i mean re-listen to this podcast i talked all about this in the beginning you are in a collective flow that so many are going through it's like you know, we clean out our closets, you know, we get rid of stuff, but then there's times that we do a deeper, deeper clean, and everybody yeah. is getting a deeper, deeper clean. You know, Marilyn called in about soul contracts. That's one way to look at it. It's the slate is being cleared and cleaned. So all this stuff has to come up, has to come up, has to come up. And um, because what's going to happen, and I'm going to tell you, because I've been doing this course for people called Synergy, I'll probably bring it back in the fall, not the beginning of the year. Um, go to my website, soulplayground.life, and click on it. You know, you can kind of you can see if you're interested or not. But anyway, it's like because there's such huge changes as to how we all express and experience life, which means how we live, what we do, how we work, that are going to be coming next year. It's going to be jarring. So everybody, you have time between now and the end of the year, now and let's say March, to get those ducks in a row. And that doesn't necessarily, that's mental, emotional. That's not necessarily ducks financial. It's like what are you willing to do to take a chance to think differently, to think outside the box, to try something? Because the universe is very hopeful and supportive right now to people are doing something a bit differently and taking that chance because that's where we're going. So keep us posted, Jessica, as to how you're doing and when you get in your new place, okay? Yeah. All right. Please say some prayers. <laughs> I appreciate oh, that. Oh, absolutely. I, Put you in the prayer circle. Just hang on. Just hang on. Just, 
I really want to get settled this month. It's been two months already. So I've been really good with well, the, think all of the people. Lessons. There are people that have been going through this six months or a few years, six, seven months, yeah. you know. But I'm just telling you, I'm giving you the straight scoop heads up psychically so that you don't beat yourself up or over-criticize or push because the, the shift in consciousness to, has to take place that's what's happening with all this confusion and stuff being up in the air. It's a way to shift consciousness. We think differently. We have to think outside the box when our survival is threatened and nothing else is working. We can't make it happen. It makes us rely on the higher self. So that's why I'm telling you, give yourself a bit of a break. Just do the bare minimum that you're going to be able to do and be okay with that because you're, you're not going to stay in this kind of up in the air gray zone, okay? Right, All but right, as far as, like, care. moving to the house, do you have a certain date I on that? Or you're that. Not I give it, I've, I've seen psychically, I, I've been very accurate with you, so you've got to just go on what I give you, because right, otherwise we're going to get into a longer reading, I'm not going to be able to get to um, other people, okay? So take, re, re listen to the podcast, listen to your reading. It's very instructive. It confirms some things already for you. I don't want you to get too tripped up because then you're going to miss out on the openings that, that are being created for you. Okay? All right. Mm, okay. Yeah. I know that lovely ego of ours wants to push. I've been there. Do not push, folks, right now unless they It's like a marathon. You do not run full out on a marathon. You pace yourself, and you know at what mile you're going to kick in. I used to run. So, and then I used to dancer. Anything physical. We take some deep breaths. If I'm going to do a leap, a, a grand jeté, you dig deeper to get that, that you know, uh, buoyancy to go up in the air. But you don't dance the whole dance at that level. You have to have the peak. And we're all learning how to do this. You know, we, we've been taught to be these, these either sprinters or just joggers in life. And it's a different pattern, you guys. It's Uranus and Taurus. It's a much different pattern on the earth plane. It's very start-stop. It's very spurty. It's very nothing, nothing, nothing happening. And then boom, 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 everything falls into place. Everything falls into place, and it's kind of boring. You go along, and then something happens or shoots out. We're used to, we're not, as a collective, it's used to non-sequential time coming from synergy and synchronicity is where we're going. So we're used to linear time, one, two, three, sequential, A, B, C. I do one, two, and then that happens. I put out 30 emails or 30 resumes or CVs, one is bound to come back. Now people are putting out 500, nothing's coming back. Some people put out one or two, and they get the dream job. It's a different type of patterning that is becoming the predominant pattern on the earth plane. And we have to, this is all about acclimating to this. Okay, let's see, we got another caller. I'm waiting for our guestie to call in. Hello. Ciao, Michelle. It's Zoe. Hey, Zoe. Oh, Zoe, Zoe, Zoe. You've been hearing me yammer on. 
How are you? Hi. I'm very good. How are you doing? It's good. That you, sound, you sound like you're feeling better, yeah? Yeah, feeling much. Oh, I was worried. I was like, oh, my God. You know, judging. Two weeks, two weeks. My assistant had it for a week. I'm like, I'm like, and then, but I'm like, okay, it is what it is. If it's three weeks, five, whatever it is, you got to, you know, there's just, but, um, yeah, yeah. Yesterday so I started feeling better and like take the rest, huh? you know, it's just like take the rest. There's been this huge pull, this huge push to just like take the rest, like let your body rest, like it's trying to catch up with everything happening. Again, all of the downloads, I've been, but... yeah, I've been doing it, but you know, it is what it is, and it is just a weird thing, too, when you get sick and chills and fever and all that. I use it as a little bit of a detox, a little bit of a cleanse. So, um, Monopoly, yeah, shout out to Monopoly. He's like, oh, you look good for being sick. And I'm like, yeah, fever and chills does make your face very rosy and flush and, and look really young <laughs> and bouncy. <laughs> Losing that extra pound. Yeah, you do. You better get something out of it. Yeah, it works wonders. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. <sighs> gotta go. You gotta go. Oh, anyway, love. How's Bali? How? Huh? Um, Bali is amazing. Uh, being down here in the new place in Uluwatu is beautiful. I have um, oh, the tallest statue in Indonesia, visit. like facing me. You have to. Um, I have Vishnu, who's like the preserver, um, that just stares at me and where I read my cards. And it, it's such a oh, such a beautiful, beautiful. It, it keeps keeps me in this uh, good point of, okay, yeah, everything's good. I'm where I need to be. My frog came, my albino frog came back. And so I'm like, all right, good things are oh, coming. Good. Um, By the way, I see you I actually, boating or something again. Are you, did oh, you get another good, boat? Or are you having, I see something with a boat again. Oh, amazing. I've been having a lot of dream like um water dreams and stuff. Um, yeah, you're definitely in the last like few weeks and I keep trying to tune in and just it has not um has not been in alignment for me. Um yeah, I'm so Yeah, I don't know I'm who actually, it is, but you're going to you're going to be crew or they're going to you're going to help them, you're going to do something. There's even something with decorating or design or something coming up for you. Fabric, cool. clothes. Um, but you're helping with yeah, the boat. So I get it. I def- Indonesian energy, very Indonesian kind of print. Um, with the with the windows and stuff. Yeah, down below. Teak, okay, beautiful dark cool. wood. Oh my good. Beautiful. Yeah, teak um, is everywhere out here. It's like. It, oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, we have yeah. like teak forests and stuff out here. It's super amazing. Um, it's just like the wood they use for um, everything. So that's exciting. Dark, here. right? So, yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my question is, um, so yes, I definitely feel this collective shift. You know, we're kind of releasing old patterning and and karmic, and I just uh, came in connection with these two beautiful souls. They're from, like, uh, Northern California area where I'm from, and it's just, like, we are just elevating, finally inspiring each other creatively, and um, I'm getting ready to go and um, 
make a trip to the other island to where we call Fashion Island and um, do some do some <clears throat> projects because um, I finally found the amazing team to work on the production and do all this stuff. Now, my question is, is I see a little, I've done some readings, and I do see um, some people that definitely owe some money. I do feel something coming in in August. But my question mm-hmm. is, is what do you see as far as um, another flow of income coming before this other money comes back? Now, I haven't been acting in a space of lack. I just am keep like, okay, it's, it's coming. I just have to keep pushing forward and, and taking these opportunities that are presented by the universe and everything will present itself in time. But I'm just curious um, if and what you see becoming more. It feels more... like that because I, the other stuff I was picking up, it feels like you're going to get paid for that. So there's some interesting kind of creative jobs that are coming up. Um, okay. For you, it, it is through somebody new, so it could be these new friends. There are some people around you that are going to be um, well off or well to do that have income that they want, like, oh, I want to do this. And you're like, oh, I can help you with that, or I know how to do that, or I can make that, I can do this. So you're getting closer to um, a wonderful soul community, soul tribe, artists kind of weaving in and out uh, with these people. Now, they could be traveling. They could be spending a month there um, because I don't see them around all the time, but it's a lovely, lovely um, experience that's coming up for you. Shasta is around you too, so they could live in Shasta, Mount Shasta, or you're going to be visiting there or somebody's visiting there. Now, are there mountains where you're at also? Um, I mean, yeah, there's a, there's okay. a lot of um, okay. volcanoes. And where I'm going over to Banyuwangi, they're also positioned at the bottom of um, some volcanoes, like in this. Okay, um, that's, that's going to be a very powerful time. There's some connection with Shasta, and I hear Shasta instead of Mount Shasta. So whether it's a similar energy, there's a vortex there, there's something – but you're you're about to go through some kind of I want to say in a way psychic soul, you know initiation. Um, yes, I. Yes, 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 and it's starting very soon, three to six days, um, maybe a week. So yeah, I did. It must really be tied crazy, into all of this. Yeah, I had a really crazy um, awakening experience when I went and stayed up. Um, in the like the valley of the volcanoes above the lake. So I have to touch. I'll have to touch base with you on in another time. But yeah, I had this crazy um, like uh, incubus, like shamanic, like oh, experience awakening. And I was like, what is going on? And I started seeing like all of the old rituals, all of the old people doing stuff yeah. like in this area that I was at, and like the spirits coming in and like. And um, yeah, at first I was like, you need, that's what I'm picking up on. Yeah, Yeah, no, 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 no. You need to write it down. But I don't know if you draw or something. There's something with this interesting, like, batik fabric or something. It's very kind of indigenous, tribally. I don't know how I want to say it. But that I see you working with and using, but also sketching something with it. Write a book. Okay, yeah. It could be something that you end up putting out there or publishing. 
But yeah, you're yeah. I, so that's what I'm picking up on. Yeah, so that energy is going to start working more on you. It's working its magic internally, energetically. It's going to be working its magic in your the external aspect of your life. Woo! Yes, it really is like separating me from people and like telling me because I was like, is this some evil or is this like goodness? Like, don't question it. Like, you're going to get like all of the love, all of the attention, all the things that you need, but not all of it is going to come from physical beings and you need to just be okay with that. And I was like, okay, you know. Wow. Okay. It was a really intense, I'll have to uh, write you an email or something, it was a really intense story, but um, yeah, so that's so why I'm like, I feel something coming. It's like, don't stress because you're breaking down that old patterning, but I'm just like, okay, do I know, you know, is there like, when is the start going to start coming in, you know, like, um, yeah, but that's cool. Yeah, there's definitely... People coming well, to visit it other opportunities coming it. up. I can see it. It was? I can see it. All right, Zoe, I think we've got our guests. Let me see if I get Yay, we're well, yeah. so excited Alrighty. to be with you. And, um, yeah, get better. Because. Okay, thanks. Because. So hang on, people. We've got our guests coming on for Awakening Dialogue. And then, um we be answering some questions also. So, all right, we have with us Vincent Jenna, uh, author of the, the book, The Secret That Is Holding You Back. Uh, he is of service as a psychic medium and psychotherapist, helps to assist people to heal in body, mind, and spirit. Questions, call in or put it in the chat, 347-539-5122. Press one on the keypad. Hello, hello, Vincent. Hello, hello. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing fabulous, Michelle. And I was listening to you, and I love some of the things that you're telling people, and my book is all about that, going in and clearing out. So we got to talk about that. we got to talk about that because you're definitely in alignment, that's for sure. Oh, good. Well, spirit tends to do that. I love our guests. A lot of times I'm just, because I never know who's going to be on the podcast, and then I'm always so shocked, but like, of course, pleasantly surprised and like, wow, this is orchestrated. Always the synergy and the alignment to what we're all working on or need to know or what comes through in the channeling. It's like the guest has the book or has the the bits of wisdom or insight or, you know, a tip for it or, or you know, a tool or way to help. So um, one thing that kind of jumped out at me um, in the material I got from you was let's talk about the human brain. And I was talking about using the, um, you know, creating new neural pathways by using mm-hmm. those parts of the brain that we rarely use or don't use and then we're moving in a time of accessing that more, that higher vibrational frequency aspect of us and the physical and physiological correspondent to that part of us. We're really getting this, you know, inner and outer update um, and having to reframe a lot of how we look. So that kind of piqued my interest, like the secret that's holding you back and then, okay, what about the brain? So what is What's the? I'm taking it that the brain has some part of the reframe or how we use our brain and how we even use our mind to think. 
that that's part of this upgrade, right, or up-leveling? Oh, well, I have to tell you that, um, first of all, um, it's out of our control in what the brain does. That's, that's number yeah. one. Number two, we have to put it in our control by being aware of what the brain does. See, most of the other books, this is, uh, the book is The Secret That's Holding You Back, and this is uh, a, a culmination of almost 40 years of my work in the fields of psychology, metaphysics, and spirituality. That's a long time that I've been putting in researching, studying uh, my experience with people, the thousands of readings that I've done. And I also, I had gone back to school, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, and I attained my BA in psychology and my master's in clinical social work. So I know the human mind, and I know the scientific part of the human mind. And what is different about my book, I mean, there's a million and one wonderful books out there on how to do this, how to do that, dummies, you know, spirituality for dummy books, you know, how to go the, the spiritual path. But what the difference is, my book combines not just the understanding of the mind, it's the understanding of the body, and it's the understanding of the spirit. I'm putting that all together now because you can't just take psychology and understand who we are spiritually. You have to take the yeah. spiritual part and combine it. You can't just understand who we are spiritually without understanding the yeah. mental part, the scientific part. Yeah. And you certainly Absolutely. can't just take care of the body by going and exercising and eating right now. That gets you on a spiritual path. So all three have to be done at the same time. Yeah, and our so emotions, is, the emotional aspect yeah, uh, of us. So, oh, oh, and which totally, people forget, that, the all, psychological, a lot of you know, psychology, the true psychology, yes. you know, has to come from uh, psyche, which means soul. So, well, the yes, I agree with you. Deep, There's so many deep down inside. The, the soul is connected to the psyche, Michelle. The psyche, the, there's the human psyche, and then there's the soul's mind, and they do combine together. Oh, I know. But, I'm just saying psychology, the psyche yeah, yeah, is yeah. actually no, the no, Latin no, word that's, for that's soul. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what the That's what my work is about, is all three of those, body, mind, and spirit, and that's what body, mind, and spirit represent. So the scientific part, the two most important and highest functions of the human brain on its own is one, to keep us alive, and two, to protect us. So it's going to do those things with or without our control. Now, we understand how it protects us physically. For example, the coronavirus that just recently has been going around, one of the symptoms is a fever, right? Well, it's not the coronavirus that's causing the fever. The brain must protect the body physically by raising the temperature of your body to make it an unlivable environment for any bacteria or virus that's within it. That's what it does. That's why we have a fever. Now, we don't like a fever because it makes us feel uncomfortable, and sometimes if it gets too high, it could actually kill us. But the brain isn't focused on that aspect. It doesn't pay attention to the side effects. It pays attention to the need. And the need is get rid of the virus. That is its primary objective, get rid of the virus. And so it raises the body temperature. So it does those things physically. Another thing it does physically is if you're running out of oxygen, 
right? If you're depleted on your oxygen level, the body and the brain knows it needs oxygen. So the brain makes you pass out intentionally because when we're laying flat and we're unconscious, we breathe better. Now, the brain is not paying attention to the fact that you just finished climbing Mount Everest and you're at the top and you're running out of air and it makes you pass out and you're on the cliff and you wind up falling off and hit rock bottom. It doesn't pay attention to that. It's paying attention to its primary objective, I need oxygen. All right, so it does that physically. What is it going to do emotionally when we have emotional pain? Well, we have to pay attention to where the emotional pain comes from. You were talking about that with some of your leadies. It comes from the past. It comes from the first set of maladaptive beliefs that were created for us by the environment, by how everybody was treating us, be it our parents, our teachers, our siblings, our family members, friends, the outer world. It doesn't matter. We pick up these messages. And a lot of times, they're very maladaptive, negative messages. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not worthy enough. Well, as you get older, those hurt emotionally. Any of the experiences you go through cause pains. And so the brain needs to protect you against those pains. So what it does is it creates a set of defenses and defense mechanisms. Now, we know Freud labeled 10 of them, uh, including suppression, repression, projection, sublimination, denial, all of those wonderful defense mechanisms. It will create and help us to latch on to a new set of beliefs that shield us and protect us against the old set of beliefs. So when you're telling somebody you've got to bring to the surface what's in there, you've got to get rid of what you're carrying and you're stuffing in that closet, that stuffing away, those original set of beliefs. And it's really hard-pressed for people to do that because the defense mechanisms are so strong. Oh, yeah. So that's what that's my what, book yeah. is about. And, yeah, and you've and been you talking about a, it all along. Yeah, well, I'm also a therapist, so, yeah. You, you, don't, you don't get – right? you have to eventually address that. You know what's interesting too, Vincent, it does seem, and, and maybe because most people have avoided um, it for so long, I mean, now you see things about better health or apps for, for you know, uh, different forms of looking at relating patterns or the emotional aspect, the psychological. Um, I think people are more open to saying, yes, that part has to also be addressed. You know, you can't just, I would say you can't just put affirmations over what's, you know, embedded in the subconscious, what's baked in there. It has to come up and out and be aware of it. And I love what you're saying, too. You have to consciously (laughs) use life. I love what you just said. I love what you just said because I say that all the time. The way I, I, when, to say it another way for people to picture it is think of a whiteboard and think of every single negative you feel or believe about yourself is written all over that whiteboard, okay, everything. And for most people, that whiteboard is going to be so filled, you might even have to turn it over and write on the other side. And so (laughs) now we come into a, yeah, right, we come into the new thought movement. And what does the new thought movement teach us? If you think differently, if you have a new thought, you'll create and manifest a new life. 
Well, that is confusing to a lot of people. There's a ton of yeah. affirmation decks out there, right? So now think yeah. of all those affirmations and those pretty sayings as pretty pictures that you are now taping or pasting onto that whiteboard. So now take the whiteboard with everything that you've written all over it and paste all those pretty affirmations on top of it. I'm okay. You're okay. We are unlimited. We're divine. We're magnificent. All of those wonderful things that we know. Paste them on top of the whiteboard. Have you gotten rid of those negative beliefs? No. You've covered them up. Right. And so why does that matter? Why does that matter? It matters because now we've got to consider the spiritual aspect of who we are. We are powers. We're connected to a power that has been shown over and over again. And that energy and power can even be measured today scientifically. So now, if you are empowering and powered up, where are you powered up? Are you powered up in your conscious mind? No, because if you were, then every single thought you had would instantaneously create something. At this point, half the world would be dead and the other half would be billionaires from winning the lottery all the time just from their instantaneous thoughts. No, it's connected to your unconscious mind, to all of those feelings that you have suppressed, that you have hidden, that you have put away and cast aside, they're right next to the law of attraction and they are influencing it every day. So when people walk around and say, hey, wait a minute, I deserve a good relationship. I've done a lot of work on myself, and I love myself. I believe in myself. I deserve my knight in shining armor. I deserve my princess. Or I deserve that good job. I should be getting this job. I don't understand why people are turning me down. I've got a wonderful resume and wonderful experience. And I have to burst their bubble because as a psychic, nobody can BS me, and you know that. Nobody can BS you either. And so we can go deep within and go, wait a minute, I know you think you believe that, but I'm seeing a deeper part of you that is saying, I'm not good enough, I'm not lovable, I'm not deserving. And I hate to tell you that, unfortunately, that's the part that is connected to the law of attraction, and that's the part that's influencing your manifesting. And that's why you're not in the right relationship. That's why you're not manifesting what you want, why you didn't get that job, because you really don't believe you deserve it and you don't believe you're good enough. And that's what my book is all about, The Secret That's Holding You Back. It helps to get to that point, and it helps people understand that. I mean, you see that in your work all the time. Yeah, but people, other people need to see, people, I mean, it's gotten better, Vincent. It's gotten better, people looking at that. But I think because there is a lot of other books that talk about, um, you know, just magnetize it in, draw it in. But, you know, I think that eventually more and more people are waking up and realizing, you know, it's like a closet. If you could, no matter how amazing, great things you have, you can't put it in if there's no more room. You know, it's like kind of maxed well, out. You have, to so, empty, you have to empty it out. You have to yeah. empty out that room because it doesn't matter. Like I said, you're not putting up in my book. I actually divide the mind into more sections than just the three, than the conscious, the subconscious, the unconscious mind. And so mm. I like doing it that way so that people see that there's different layers and the mind compartmentalizes. So you have to get through a few compartments in order to get to the truth of who you really are. 
Now, you just said something, and I'm not, I'm not going to contradict it because I do believe you, and I do believe that more people are understanding. Let's put it this way. There is more, more than 10 information. Years, five or 10 years ago, yeah. There, there's All right, more, listen, not here, enough. Here, here's yeah. here's yeah. my take on that. Here's my take on that. There is plenty of information out there now. There is a plethora of new age, new understanding, new thought, new psychology. All of those principles are out there. It's, a giant, it's like the Library of Congress or a Barnes & Noble store, and, and all of that information is there. And, yes, people are tapping into it. People are tapping into it. But what's happening is we are getting dribs and drabs of changes. Now, here's why I say that, and here's why I say that. It doesn't matter how many books you have. It doesn't matter, and, and, and I know I just heard your callers. It doesn't matter all the information you've gathered. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. how many times they call you and they call me. What matters is the work they're doing. Now, now mm-hmm. when people call me, and they're, they're frustrated that their dream isn't coming to pass or what more do I have to do or why isn't it happening or when is it going to happen, when is it going to happen? I've been waiting such a long time, right? You just heard that. been waiting such a long time. And what I have to keep saying is, but are you doing the correct work? Yeah, you think you are by focusing on your dream. Yes, you understand that you can have it and that you can get it fulfilled, but you're not necessarily focused on the tool that gets that done. And the tool yeah. and the work that gets that done is constantly cleaning out the closet. Because yeah. the and there automatic, you said it, it constantly, constantly, constantly. people, not just one time. They have to understand yeah. that. How old, if you think about how with every year that has gone by you in adult life, it has been that much more ingrained in your subconscious mind, your old set of beliefs, the beliefs of I'm not good enough. And then every so often, and you and I know as therapists, right, we do cognitive behavioral therapy for people. That's what I did when I was practicing, right? I had my license. I was supposed to do cognitive behavioral therapy for people. And so I gave them Band-Aids and taught them how to deal with each situation. But then another situation comes up, and guess what? It inflames the old button again. It inflames that. So even as you're doing the work and you think you're getting rid of, you have to understand that every injury causes a scar. And though you may get rid of the issues that were caused by those injuries, the scars will never go away. Maybe we set that up for ourselves as dangly carrots to constantly be motivated to work or to grow. But we have to pay attention that no matter how much work you've done, I was completely tormented in my youth. I was chased home. I was the bullied one in school. I was chased home every day when I was caught. I was beat up. I was shoved in lockers, head flushed in toilets, thrown in dumpsters. I was stripped and thrown into assemblies to be completely humiliated, spit on, peed on every single day of my youth until I was 17 years old. When I went home, 
mom had been sexually molested by her own cousin until she was 13 years old and her brother. And Mm. so she had mental pathologies. She had borderline personality disorder, obsessive compulsive disorder, anxiety disorder, major depressive disorder. And she took it all out on my brother and me. Then I was sexually molested by my babysitter across the street and by the parish priest. I have Mm. scars. I took care of the Mm -hmm. issues. I consider my successes great, but let me tell you something. Little Vinny wants to constantly rear his head and say, I'm not good enough. I'm not lovable. I'm not deserving. It's not going to work. Now, the difference is yeah. I've cleaned the closet out enough that I can hear him and I can be on top of him. Mm. And the moment I hear him, I tell him, that's not true. I reinforce the truth for him. This is all in my book. And so the constant work, Michelle, is recognizing every single time you want to stop yourself from doing something wonderful, from taking a chance, from moving forward. That's to work. Not focusing on your dream, but focusing on having the right beliefs about your dreams. That's the most important stuff, and that is constant. Because yeah. I assure you, I have not experienced the worst. There are people who have experienced worse than me and even less than me, but it doesn't matter. It's ingrained in you. So it is constant Absolutely. work, but it's the most but it's And the, the most fact that you say constant, work. see, that's the thing, you know, that, that's the, the, the um, self-mastery and the, advanced being on the path that it is life lifetime it's and it doesn't determine our consciousness but it is a constant and i think that is oh my gosh people listening i hope you get that because so many people go oh i've been working on this for two months or three months i've been working on this for six months a year or three years or five and it's like okay there's layers i think that's right i think it was Theodore Roosevelt that said, just when you think you've done everything you could, you haven't. Yeah. And so I always think about that. Isn't that our society? We're kind of taught this thing that you do something once or twice. I always tell people, go, well, do you brush your teeth every day, you know, a couple times a day? Do you eat? I mean, this earth plane is cyclical. There's a lot of repetition here. Um, so I'm so glad. I'm so glad you said it. Vincent, I think we have some callers. I don't know. Let's see if anybody in the chat, but we may have some questions here. Now, I just want to oh, say, absolutely. if you have questions, cool. Now, not long drawn out, or what do you see for me? If you have specific questions about what we've been talking about or something on your path, we're very open to that. So let's see. That would be fabulous. Is that cool? Okay. Hi, you're on air. You're on air with Vincent and Michelle here. Welcome. 201. Can you hear me? Okay, let's get another. Okay, sometimes people walk away. Let's bring, we've got. Hi, you're on air. Welcome. Oh, that's funny. Isn't that funny? Okay. Let's see. And then the oh, always. Okay, let's see. Yeah, right? Okay. I always give the disclaimer. I am picking up. A lot of people listen by phone. They're at work or doing whatever. 
but let's see, a lot of people walk away. So let's see. Hi, you're on air. Hi. My, I was trying to get off the mute. I'm sorry. I've been here. <laughs> That's okay. You're on air with Vincent. Oh, What's your first name? Hi. Hi I know you've been Jackie. waiting a long time. Jackie. My name Hi, is Jackie. Jackie. Where are you calling from? Jackie. I'm calling from New Jersey. From New Jersey. Okay, very cool. Oh, well, I moved here from New Jersey. I moved here from New Jersey, Jackie. Whereabouts in New Jersey oh. are you, hon? I'm in northern New Jersey, Patterson. I love Patterson. I was in southern New Jersey, South Brunswick. Oh, my brother oh. lives down in that area. I used to have it. <laughs> He's in the Willenboro area now. There you go. So, so, what so you, you, know the in, you know the intensity, right? You know the intensity. I recently, um, I've I've always found myself being a caregiver, and I know that I'm supposed to um, put on the mask and breathe and do self care, and I am attempting to do that. Um, I'm just trying to get through this cycle right now. I I had all plans of moving. I just recently moved the location at work, and I have plans of moving forward into mm-hmm. a family home. And it just seemed like there's one block after the other. And I'm, I, I've been I know doing the work. I've been okay. doing the work, you but I, I want to change that map. You know, I want to change All that right. trajectory. I do my, I'm going to help you with that right now, Jackie, so you don't need to tell me anymore. I just want you to listen, okay? Okay. All right. Because of your past, and it was really rough, you felt the need as, as a means of survival and gaining love to always nurture and help others. But you're doing it in order to try to feel that you are lovable. And this is on an unconscious level. Sometimes it may be conscious. So what you have done is you actually keep manifesting reasons to have to nurture. And there are a lot of people who do that, and it becomes exhausting and tiring which is the place you're in right now. You are very tired. I feel your energy as I, I just need something else. I want something else. And there's nothing wrong. Look, I nurture, Michelle nurtures, and there's so many other people, but we do it on our terms. You haven't been doing it on your terms. You've been doing it on everyone else's terms because you want to be good. You're trying to prove you're a good person but you're not believing you're a good person. The time is for you now to open your heart to yourself and to be gentle to yourself. If you were to see you in another person, the first thing you would be telling that other person is stop doing so much for everybody. You don't have to prove anything to them. I need you to say that to yourself. I don't need to prove anything to people. I'm a good person. I'm getting some messages from the other side. Is your mother deceased? Yes, she is. Okay. She's apologizing because she created that issue within you. She's saying, I did not give you the nurturing to make you believe in yourself. And you always had to work hard and work hard for our love. I know that, hon. I know that. And she is so sorry for that. And she's saying, let go of it. It's not... We, your father and I, we don't prove how lovable you are. God did that when he created you. So start believing in your own divinity and work. I'm so proud of what you've done, but you're tired and your body is getting exhausted and you're feeling it physically. 
and I don't want your health. This is mom talking. I don't want your health to get bad, and it's getting bad. So it's time for you to say, I have always been a good girl and a loving person. And, yeah, maybe you made some mistakes in your life, but you're not your mother, and you're not your father. And mom wants you to know that. Would you accept that from her? Would you accept that for yourself now, Jackie? Absolutely. And it's funny that you would say that because I, I say that to my family all the time. I know I'm, you I'm say not that my mother and I'm not my father. But you, know, you have siblings, to believe I'm not my mother now. and my father. That's right. But you have to believe it now about yourself. You didn't have anybody to tell you that. That's what their role was, hon. Our parents' role is to teach us how lovable, wonderful, and divine we are. Well, that's been missing for a long time on this earth now. Now you've got to teach it to yourself, okay? Well, so my, husband no recently, my husband recently suffered a stroke last week, and it was a minor stroke. Thank God. Mm. And well, let's okay. not make it major. Okay? Right. Yeah. So remember what I said, and you will change everything. Thanks for calling, Jackie. Thank, Thank you, you, Jackie. Thank you. Beautiful. Oh, my God. Well, there was such a good example, everyone. Oh, my gosh. And reframing really, that. It's, really, it's so know? sad because we do receive the wrong messages growing up, and so we wind yeah. up working the rest of our lives just to overcome those messages that we receive, and it is tiring and exhausting. I have a podcast, The Jenna Effect, and it comes out every Wednesday, and um, next Wednesday is all about that, is growing and self-improvement supposed to be exhausting, and it is exhausting mm. for most people. Wow. Maybe I'll come on there sometime. Let's see, Jen. Oh, I would love to have you on. you got to come on to my podcast now. Yeah, be fun. Yeah, so I'll talk to Sadie. Yeah, we would have a good time with that. We'll do it and then come on my YouTube as well. Um, Gosh, you guys, that was such a good example. Um, And, you know, right, Vincent, these patterns are thousands of years old. This pattern has been since written history and probably beyond written, these relating patterns. I mean, so – Oh, now, do you go over stuff like this with the book in the book, like how you helped um, Jackie? I do, um, absolutely. I I teach people. I actually share stories of um, others' readings that I have had, uh, and then I help people recognize what it is that they need to take care of within them and the steps to do that. Better steps, even more so. I can't you know do it all on just one show here, right? So when they go into the book, they will have these steps that they will apply, and they will do the work they need to do the work. There are wonderful things, and this is a wonderful content book, but the one thing that's going to make it work is working at it and not being afraid to, right? Instead of sitting here and banging our heads up against the wall, why am I being, why am I not being successful? Why don't I have my dream? Why don't I have my lover? You turn around and you just say, and the book will tell you, well, the reason why is because you don't believe you're lovable. You don't believe in this. Change those beliefs. And the book tells you how yeah. to change those beliefs. And you put the work into that, you will see daily and moment-to-moment changes. The universe will always reinforce and validate the positive work you are doing. That's actually what was meant by the saying, God helps those who help themselves. It's not a matter of, well, this 
force and power sits up there with his arms crossed, looking down at us, going, oh, wait a minute. Okay, Vinny is doing a little work, so let me help him a bit. Or Michelle, oh, she did some good work. I'll help her out. Oh, but these other people, forget it. I'm not helping them. No, that's not what happens. <laughs> what happens is the universal force that we're tapped into, which is our soul connected to as well, will always reinforce that which we do, which is positive. It also reinforces that which we do that is negative, too, unfortunately. Um, earlier you were talking about, you know, uh, that a lot of people have been doing this and, and at least it's getting better. Well, here's, here is my barometer on how you know whether it's getting better. First, you can re- use your individual life, your individual life. If you have everything in your life that you want and to the degree you have that, that's the, to the degree that you are doing the right work and that it is working. To the degree that it's not and you don't have what you want in your life is the degree that you don't believe in yourself, you don't have the values that you need about yourself. So use your own life as a barometer. Now, people are asking me constantly, how are we doing in the world? Okay, well, we are a collective force, not just an individual force. So here's the thing. Look at the world today and use the same barometer. How well is it doing is a complete reflection on how well we're doing collectively. And collectively is a reflection of how well we're doing individually. I am a tell-it-like-it-is psychic, Michelle, and I'm telling you right now. I like We have had, I know, but we've had crisis after crisis after crisis. This is a precedent in history, in the history of the human race. Nothing like this has ever occurred. Oh, yes. People will say, oh, we've had crises before and we've come out of it. Yes. So we would have a crisis and maybe 10 years would go by. Things would settle down. We'd either grow from it. We would take, make some developments. Maybe we don't grow from it. And then maybe there'd be another crisis. And maybe another 10, 20, 30 years, maybe another crisis. That's not what's happening now. What's happening now no, this is This is a different, this is, yeah. That's right. To get the crisis. mainstream, I mean, there's a, yes, yep. it's getting more extreme for the more and more extreme awakening and becoming more aware yeah, this is definitely yeah. a different... Um, it's a different time. Yeah, different time, different time. You know, and I was heard in 2005, it was the converging flow, that out of this harmonic convergence of the late 80s, some say 60s, I was old 80s for my guides, but that everything would start happening all at once from 2005 on. And if you look at it, 2005 was when we had all the tsunamis, the big weather changes. And it's even though there's like, like, look, we're having this great conversation. You're sharing your gifts, um, right. insights, helping so many people. People are reaching out more. But I think people are also reaching out more and more because things are getting more extreme. And, again, I think that's part of the, you know, how the cold or flu or, you, you know, oh. whatever it is that we go it's, through in the body, it gets worse before then it gets better. We're still getting in that. Right, so but that it, but the inter- that is that that's the interesting yeah. thing that you say that it's no longer just a flu. 
that goes away. Oh, no, this thing, now we've got yeah. something that mutates all the time. It is here. It causes yeah. complete other damage. So everything is going to an extreme. And I got to say that, unfortunately, we're pretty obstinate beings. And it takes us a long mm-hmm. time to learn. Now, we learn. We do learn. All right, but it does take us a while for that to occur. So what's happening is the learning curve is taking a while, and it's hurting us more and more. So what I tell people, listen, I'm the big leaf psychic now. If you are having a reading with me or I'm even on your show, it's because there's big transformations coming that you're supposed to make and help make, and you're ready to make. We are ready for big transformations now. Sometimes people ask me, Vince, why are you so negative sometimes? Some of them, they love listening to the luminaries who paint all the pretty pictures and tell them, oh, my gosh, this is such a wonderful time period we're in because there's so many opportunities. And I turn around and they say, BS, this is a horrible time period. Okay? Yes, do we have more opportunities? Yes, we do. But here is the thing. That's right. Here is how I liken my work. Let's say you and I are walking down the streets of Manhattan. You're busy talking to me or looking around. I happen to look up and I see a piano, a grand piano that's being moved from the 40th floor to the rooftop and the rope breaks. And now the piano is headed towards us. I've got one of three responses and reactions that can occur that I can choose. One I run across the street and I say, sorry, sucker, this is your karma, not mine, and boom, let the piano hit you alone. Two, I can tap you on the shoulder with wonderful warm fuzzies and going, you know, you're absolutely wonderful. I just want to let you know I'm not trying to change your life at all. Before I get one sentence out, smash, you're dead, I'm dead, whatever. Or I can take you by your shoulders and I can throw you aside with me. Now, you may land on your wrist and you may break it, you may sprain it, you may break a leg in the meantime, but I've saved your life. So how do you want me to work with you? Do you want me to tap you on the shoulder or do you want me to save your life? And that is not an exaggeration because literally, Michelle, if people are hitting up against brick walls and they're not achieving their dreams, it's actually worse than that. They're financially going down the drain. They're losing their jobs. They're not able to find one. And they're dying left and right of the weirdest, craziest diseases and having to deal with them. I was a hospice social worker. I had clients who died of cancer of the pinky fingernail. The pinky fingernail, they had cancer. Wow. And metastasized everywhere else. So this is what I'm dealing with that I don't want people suffering with. And here's the point. We can stop it, and we do. And I've had many successes. But we need to get everybody on board, not just a small group, not just the people who believe in this, but the mainstream majority of people in the world today that are asking questions. That's the thing. You have to get the mainstream. That's it. That's the, that's, that's why the I next made level. my. We don't go to that. That's absolutely. right. Absolutely, we don't go to that level. Uh, we don't go to that next level. Let me no. check. We're going over a little bit, but we got one person. Their hand is up on the switchboard. Let's see if they have anything to say, contribute, ask, share. 
Um, and then we'll wind down a little bit, but love to have you back, of course, Vincent. I'm so enjoying the oh, connection. I oh love what gosh. you're sharing. Love what you're sharing here. Hi, you're on air. It's Zoe again. Hey, Zoe. Do you have anything you wanted to ask or share or say or ask of um, Vincent? Um, I just, I've really been enjoying this. It's super beautiful and yeah, I'm really excited to actually uh, check out his book and dive deeper and just like, you know, work work through some of the, the stuff that we just really hold in there for like an unprecedented amount of time. Um, right? Yeah. Right? And oh, your, name, uh, uh, your, your name is Sherry? Zoe, Zoe. Zoe. Zoe, Zoe. All right, Zoe, let me just share a message with you, okay? Yeah, you, would you mind? Is that okay, hon? I would love it. Thank you. All right. I need to tell you something about yourself. Stop thinking you're so small. You, you, you are doing the work, and you're doing fabulous work, and you're doing better work than you even know it, but your major problem is you think you're a small goldfish, and you're not. You're a giant, gorgeous koi in a, in a lake that is going to thrive, and the only thing holding you back, I'm telling you right now, I listened to what Michelle was telling you earlier, and I'm sitting here going, this woman is doing all of this work, but the only work that she's not doing is honoring herself and realizing how magnificent she really is. You didn't receive all those messages when you were younger. Well, you have to give them to yourselves now. If you had a 9- or 10-year-old child sitting by your side right now saying, Mommy, I'm no good. I'm not going to ever achieve anything. I'm stupid. The teacher corrected me in school today. The kids picked on me. You would never, never let that child believe that. You would be the first to tell that child how beautiful she or he was and to tell him how deserving he or she was. You need to do you need yes. to really be convincing little Zoe how worthy she really is and get your relationships on track too because that helps to validate your inner beliefs about yourself because I'm not seeing them in great order right now because I think they can be better and deeper. Yeah, and it's a, little bit of, about, a little bit of separation yes. because of these, these types of things because the lack of um, support. Yeah, of course, you know, so it's like, you know, I, I need to support. If I'm the only support system for myself, sometimes I just tune out, you know, especially with uh, family I know. because it's... Well, Zoe, you know, I'm going to tell you, because you lack support, you don't always support yourself. What you see manifested in your adult life is because of the beliefs you have inside. There is a, a world of people who would be surrounded wanting to surround you. And you can attract them and will attract them as long as you start believing I'm an attraction magnet and, I'm, I, and I attract the beautiful ones. And then you'll get the support network that you really deserve. But you have swallowed the belief systems of that family and that group around you from your past. And now is the time to really change. Get my book and really do the work because you deserve it, okay, Zoe? Life is going to be changing for you completely, especially in 2023, the energy of the universe. Michelle was telling you that it, this is where it's going to happen now, but you need to commit to the work, okay? 
Amazing. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And I, I love it. This, wow. is the, this is the energy work I do with other people, you know, is like sit with your younger self and forgive them, like give them this space. So yeah, it's, I definitely needed to hear that. Thank yeah. you. You guys are amazing. It's a book. Wow. Beautiful. Beautiful. Big hug, Zoe. Big hug. Oh, I feel like that's part of the initiation. All that energy. I just, it's not a mistake you were on the podcast today, Vincent. It's like it all right. kind of came, right? Oh, my God, everybody, yes. did you just feel and see this? It all came, because I was seeing this, like, major opening for her, and then you gave it. You kind of just zeroed in on what to to focus on, work with. Oh, wow. I heard you. I can I heard only you. You imagine were... next Wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. You, were, you, were right, you were right on track with everything. I just added to what you had to say. I didn't change it. It's just um, yeah, you were right but on the I path. Just, yeah, but it is so powerful when a guest comes on. She's called in the show before. You don't know her. And boom, it's like the energy coming in. Because I really believe this is the time, everybody, we've got to clear this stuff up and get a handle on it. And as you said, do it consistently. Oh my just God. know, okay, this is my stuff. These are the tools I use. Boom, 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 boom. Otherwise, it's not gonna, it's not gonna trickle or flow into the mainstream. And I mean, all it's up to all of us to just do it. That's right. You know, just, and and we can't do and it. Here's, I want. I do want to leave. I know we're we're going over time, but I need to leave everybody with a tool. Uh, because it, what I've been getting also from people is their concern with their lack of being able to help, help the world, help the situations, yeah. help things like like the Ukrainians. And, and they, what do I do? I can't do much. And so people feel hopeless and helpless. And here's what we need to do, which is really important, because we're all connected together as an energetic family. That's who we are. And that's, that's the spiritual part and aspect, and that's the part we need to rely on. So you do your psychological work, but here is the spiritual work that you do, okay? Make someone feel good about themselves. So, so it's not just a matter of buying a cup of coffee for that person behind you in line at Starbucks, okay? That's wonderful. But what I want you to do is as you're buying that person's coffee, turn around and tell them, I'm buying your coffee today because you're worth it. Because you are a soul brother and sister to me, and you deserve to feel good that somebody cares. And let me tell you something. That raises such an incredible energy. Think about the times you yourself have been honored in some way, that somebody said, you really helped me, thank you. What did that do to you? It it expanded your heart. You didn't just feel good, you felt God. That's what God is. God is that power within you where you feel so good when you touched not only your own soul, but somebody else's soul. So make somebody feel good about him or herself and that will drizzle down the line trickle down the line to everyone think about that you're only thinking about that one person you're dealing with well where is that person going and who is he or she going to be in contact with and there could be a person 
that meets a person who meets another person who meets another person who winds up being talking to Putin over in Russia or helps one some person in the Ukraine or helps another person or the kid that's about ready to pick up the gun and go into his school and shoot a whole bunch of other kids, one person may go up to him because of what you did 10 people ago and make him feel good and he puts down the gun. I'm telling you, this is not woo-woo stuff. This Let's is real listen. stuff. Okay, we did this with another guest, Mark Mancola, who wrote Expect a Miracle. We did it for, actually, we loved it so much we went on for three months. So I'm inviting everyone to do what you suggest. Then you'll come back on the program when you have a chance. I don't know what, what Sadie's booking, but. We'll get you back on, and we'll see how this does. So everybody, one person, just to reach out, give that positive confirmation, life affirmation, life-enhancing statement, whatever it is, and let's see, what, let's see how we feel, and just knowing also that this will create this ripple effect in the world. I'm going to call it one person. Mm-hmm. I love it. Let's do it. All right, Vincent, I love chatting with you. This has been just so fun and just such a great, enlightening and awakening conversation. Uh, let us know uh, how everybody can reach you. Of course, your book is The Secret That Is Holding You Back. What's the best way people can reach you? All they have to do is go to my website, Michelle, at vincentjenna.com. And here is what I'm asking everybody to do. I have a group out there, The Secret That's Holding You Back, from Facebook. All you have to do, go to Facebook, search that group, join it. Do me a favor, and more than a favor, help me out and touch my heart, okay? Touch my heart by, one, purchasing the book. Two, share it with somebody else, because everybody can use it. And three, go write me a five-star review on Amazon. That would be the greatest gift that anybody can give me right now because this message needs to get out there. It's not just for me. It's for everybody else. But I'm asking you to give me a gift now. And that's what they can do. And go to, again, Facebook, The Secret That's Holding You Back. Join the group. It's private. We can get to share your obstacles, your successes. Share it with each other because you'll see other people going through the same things. And I will be there to help you. So thank you for letting me share that. VincentJenna.com or The Secret That's Holding You Back group on Facebook. Beautiful. All right, Vincent, you take good care, okay? Great to connect with you. Same here, Michelle. Thank you. I wish you all the best. You're doing great things. Keep going. Okay. You keep going. All right, so like, oh, my God, we went over. I love it. I love it. Um, we are talking to Vincent Jenna, the secret that is holding you back. Oh, my God. Guys, you just get the info right at the right time that you need, right? If you want to connect with me further, Patreon, soulplayground.life. Come connect to my Soul Awakening page on YouTube. I'd love to have a really blow out that community and love to see people shining their light, sharing their comments or suggestions to each other in the comments. Put links to your website. Say, hey, I'm here. I do this. I help with this kind of work. I won't take it as spamming unless you're somewhere kind of bot. But I don't think any bots are listening right now. 
All right, loveys. Um, so much love to you all. Um, got some great resources. Playground.life. There's resources for you there. Our guest has resources as well. All right. Continue to shine your light, share your insights, and of course, keep awake. I'm Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Are you awake?